Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. This is your host, Scorch Camel, and this has been another, or this is going to be another wonderful episode of the Nosh Posh. We have a guest that doesn't really need to be named right now if you've been following the three-parter, but, you know, let's go ahead and have him introduce himself again. Well, let's call me right now the motherfucking identifier of helicopters and UFOs. <laughs> Spark that motherfucking blunt up, look up in the sky and say, no, I'm not high. I'm just staring at motherfucking helicopters and UFOs and sometimes you gotta squint to see that shit sometimes you gotta squint to see that shit it's your boy Ice Kareem aka Savio Sparkatini aka Mr. Dukes aka Mr. Motherfucking IRS in the building baby uh. I love it it's amazing you and Detroit man you guys had the best ones so far you really did Y'all just said your shit so beautifully, man. <laughs> man, it's it, uh, it 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 it's um, it's like, what do you know about motherfucking unicorn tears? Hmm. You know, you just go ahead and tell me because I don't really actually know. No, I'm gonna set this up. This is gonna be a reason why you interview me in a couple months. Unicorn tears. I want you to, uh, uh, without Googling that shit, I want you to go back and do your research. Talking to old motherfuckers from old motherfuckers who talk to old motherfuckers and try to figure out the beauty of unicorn tears. I can't give you everything right now. I'm just going to give you a little piece of that shit. Right, you can't give your game out all at once. That's not how it works. Mm -mm. What you want to chop it up about? Oh, you know, on the last situation, I don't think we finished up the whole uh, topic about the, the effect of music in the Bay, because we got to about when you were 12, mm. and then everything past that we didn't get. <clears throat> Excuse me. Okay, so I think we stopped somewhere with the music classes and, you know, the uh, how I felt that that shit saved my life in a sense. But then, um, okay, let's fast forward a little bit. Um, okay, we still in the Bay Area. Definitely still in the Bay Area. But, there's a couple motherfucking situations that happened that, um, I forgot that because I was talking about when I mentioned 65th. Damn, that was so early. Okay, that was a situation. See, I always fuck with 65th. I always fuck with 65th, 85th. You know, 69th, we had Miss Alice over there in 69th. If anybody know the village, any old school motherfucker out there, they know Miss Alice over there. You know, this before loonies and all this shit, this, this, that Felix era. I ain't gonna, I don't know much about that, so I can't really speak on it, except I know much about that, and I'm not gonna speak on it. Um, most of my knowledge came from research and motherfucking um, on-site politics. And fucking with a lot of OGs. That's why it's weird. Motherfuckers call me OG. It's cool. It's cool. But going back to the topic on hand, musically, you know, I got to fast forward a little bit. I got to fast forward a little bit. Not a lot of bit, but just a little bit. Let me go to where I'm sitting in. Um, actually, oh, shit. I was thinking about Haven Square, but I got to take you back to Calvin Simmons. Seventh grade, right? Seventh grade, Calvin Simmons. So this is late 80s. Gotta be. Yeah, late 80s. Mid, late 80s. Whenever um, Dope Man came out. 
NWA Dope Man, mm-hmm. I remember sitting in motherfucking Miss Shit class with her goddamn shit breath. Anybody remember this little... I mean, she was cool as fuck. She was passionate, but her breath stank like all bitch was a vegan who ate nothing but tuna nuts. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what tuna nuts smell like except for her breath. <laughs> it had nothing to do with a nicotine habit or nothing. It was like if the bitch shot hair around in her tongue. Yeah, at least when I was vegan, I fucking ate bananas. And Man, shit. had to eat some so. shit. This shit, this bitch was eating um, horse shit or something, but she was cool. But I remember when the motherfucker, somebody, all right, so um, Calvin Simmons, formerly Hamilton, that sits on uh, uh, 35th, if I'm correct. Yeah, I'm correct. Okay, so uh, I remember somebody came up and they was bumping. That shit changed my fucking life instantly. I'm sitting in class doing some shit I don't motherfucking want to do. Right? I'm doing some shit I don't motherfucking want to do. Some Dope, man. Dope, man. That's what they're yelling. Oh, my God. And they, I don't know if they purposely did this shit in front of my... You know, because I don't know, maybe God put this motherfucker in this goddamn clean-ass cutlass or cougar or whatever the fuck it was. Maybe a falcon. I don't know. Mm. Was some East Oakland-ass shit. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) I'm talking about pal drivers back then. That motherfucker sounded so good. And to sit in class after... It's like sitting in class after finding out that uh, Clark Kent is motherfucking Superman. I know this motherfucker Superman. I just seen the motherfucker go use the phone. He came out with a whole different outfit. Mm-hmm. Right? That's what happened. Yeah, you can't expect me to just sit oh, inside class and then just... That's what happened, man. Shit changed. That sounds like fucking unicorn tears right there. Unicorn tears right there. <laughs> but it, it, it's close. It's close to the <clears throat> unicorn tears. But good try. But yeah, it's going to take you a couple episodes to figure out what the fuck unicorn tears is. It's only um, maybe a few who really understood... The uh, 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 the metaphor of unicorn tears is it started off as a metaphor. It need to be a T-shirt, but I hopefully don't want it to be a cartoon. I'm saying nothing. That. <laughs> <laughs> nothing against cartoons. You just mm. don't want that to be hella cartoony. After listening to um, this new group, who I never heard of before, um, it was this dude named Ren. This dude named Yella. A yellow boy is this cat named Ice Cube. It was this dude named Easy. Mm-hmm. Never heard these motherfuckers before. Didn't even know that these motherfuckers was the same motherfucker who was playing the song outside of the. And see, see, the math class is way up. So we was it two floors, three about two or three floors. I'm not sure. But we're on the top floor. But when you hear this shit. It was fucking beautiful. I don't know, um, um, because I said something about Too Short in the last episode, so it's kind of the same shit, but I knew what the fuck I was doing right here with my listening. Uh, uh, I started talking about that, but initially I was thinking about something else. Excuse me. Right. Initially I was thinking about something else, but that shit came after, but it was the same effect. Let me try to see if I can get back there. Oh, okay, going back to Haven's Court. Now, um, that same feeling I got right there was at Calvin Simmons, and I heard, uh, dope boy, that's what they're yelling. It's all about reality. All right, I heard that shit. Now, I remember um, where, all right, so what classroom is this? 
Once again, I'm on the top floor, but this time uh, in the classroom I'm in, was it history or science or some shit? Because it was like on the corner of um, uh, East 14th, and what's that? Uh, right there next to the village. So the classroom sat right there, and Flint's was right across the street. Man, and I remember this one time, uh, like, like it's a group called 415, right? Really instrumental in town motherfucking business. Like, just musically and just, oh my God, these was the dopest motherfuckers ever at one time, right? Mm -hmm. And these motherfuckers, Richie Rich, um, who was it, Richie? Damn, uh, the nigga D. Uh, it, it was like three or four of these motherfuckers, man. These motherfuckers was, we in school, they come up slapping. And then, Parked their car right there in front of the motherfucking uh, Haven's Court, the school, all right, and uh, and then walk across the street to Flint's. No, maybe the car was parked in front of Flint's, <laughs> but it's like you seen the car so so good. That shit changed my life too. At that point, at that point, um, a lot of Tupac similarities gonna start happening hmm. from that point on without me knowing who this motherfucker is or whatnot. okay so um like I got I started getting into drama and was excellent at the shit and I didn't give a fuck about that shit it was just but I was excellent at the shit I said Haven Score and did a goddamn uh Easter play and some shit and motherfuckers clapped and loved that shit but but what I really love about that shit is um, we had a talent show. We had a talent show, man, and um, I rocked that motherfucker. I was scared as fuck because I had a bad stutter. I always had a butt, bad stutter all my life. Mm-hmm. Rocked that motherfucker, man. I'm talking about it was hella cool, but I wasn't the best. But I was up there. See, my favorite MC, it was, it was his motherfucker. I can't remember his name, man, but to me, he was the best motherfucker ever in life, ever in the history of life. Right? He, right. His whole coolness. His, this motherfucker was, he was like the MC ran the Havens Court. I don't know if any motherfuckers listening to this shit here in the near future. Uh, if you know who I'm talking about, I'm going back to like, all right, I'm going back to a time where M MC Pooh fucking with Dank was the shit. You know, um, Too Short was always the shit, but I think MC Pooh at this time was running town a little bit. Just before the Looney Tunes, which eventually became the Loonies. Uh, I'm talking about real motherfucking East Oakland rap. Um, so so that goes back to like Richie Rich 415. I ain't saying Richie Rich and 415, because 415, Richie Rich came out of that shit. All them niggas was dope. Right. You need to get. You need to start getting into their music. If you haven't gotten to their music, you'll hear the basic influence of um, where motherfuckers got it from. You only had well, we had Ron G, uh, Too Short. I'm trying to think earlier than that. Earlier than that, everybody was fucking with the Gap Band, Whispers, Pointer Sisters, you know, shit like that. Because we had them concerts at the park over there in West Oakland. So everybody end up um, the Bay Area always been musical. Right. You know, Sheila E, motherfucking, uh, we go on and on, uh, shit, the Grateful Dead, 
Shit, um, you had to come to you had to come to the Bay Area at at that point, Frisco, Oakland, Berkeley, to get your stripes musically. I don't give a fuck who you was on some rap shit, heavy metal, or or country. I can't really say country. You might have to go to Garberville, some shit, uh, Fortuna, man. I don't know what what one of these motherfuckers. But yet, um. It was always musically inclined. It was always gamed up. Right. It's like, man, and it goes back. Like you see, even said, am like, I just rambling? Uh, is no, motherfuckers no, no. really gonna dig this? No, they're really gonna dig it. Don't worry. I mean, you ramble for a second, but that's part of your character anyway. You know what I mean? You're just giving it. Raw, I'm a like motherfucker, man. Hey, you, you know? know, helicopters and motherfucking UFOs. Yeah, <laughs> hey, real shit. Yep, exactly. And uh, yeah, what I like about that is like, man, you were talking about because I, I can. I can come together with two short like we you know we traded stories you know what mm-hmm. I mean and stuff and like cause I've li- actually listened to him so I know and like E40 and like a couple more like famous people you know from the bay like not really delve too deep into the bay you know what I mean oh but you like, got to you got to it's motherfuckers that's doper than everybody wanna mention right it was like like I remember the time when um Spice One was the dopest motherfucker in like, the bay that's right you know period and it was um you know when uh Actually, I got a cousin, rest in peace, Linda. She used to fuck with um, MC Pooh. You know, that's how I got connected with him years ago. And uh, cool-ass motherfucker, man. Real-ass, real-ass, like a real-ass. It's weird because you see the videos and you see all this other shit that you see a motherfucker that's just a real fucking man. You know, he had his ups and downs and shit. And actually, I learned from that motherfucker. You know, I learned from his mistakes. I learned from a lot of OGs out there their mistakes you know because on um, that tough guy shit that all that that shit ain't shit that shit don't mean a motherfucking thing mm-hmm. I love being a, my um my persona I try to uphold 24-7 in a sense is that although I rep the bay I'm the squarest nigga out of Oakland and I'm proud of that okay I'm proud of that I wear that cause I know I, I know motherfuckers who don't put their life on the line for Blocks and neighborhoods and shit, motherfuckers that um, doing football numbers and motherfuckers that done made it back after a goddamn halftime or whatnot, and and <clears throat> motherfuckers that's not here no more. You know, I um I witnessed when um, crack hit. You know, um, I'm of that age. I, I was a kid then, but I've you know I've been around. I seen how that shit destroyed communities. Right, it went from bass to fucking crack. Yeah, real quick. man, real quick, man. Um, mm-hmm. You start seeing motherfuckers' mothers and aunties and shit sitting there sucking dick in hot ass vovos or what? You know, just some weird ass shit, man. It's like some shit that wasn't normal to. I don't give a fuck what neighborhood you came from, but out of that, you had to find some type of outlet to where you could succeed. You know, to take your mind off the reality of what's your reality. Everybody. And this is what's weird. Like, this is why um, this is why I'll be bait for life. Fuck it. Um, the lessons that I learned in, in the 85th Village have stuck with me for life. I'm talking about from fighting to surviving to hustling to whatever the fuck, you know, to keeping your mouth shut. To, you know, it's like it was like a whole fucking... Um, to me, to me, California is California. Oakland is Oakland. Frisco is Frisco. Stockton, all it. But 85th Ville to me is like Harlem. 
back in the day, it was it was busy, and, and a lot of motherfuckers could say that shit for certain projects. They used to have some shit um, in Frisco called the Towers. You know, a lot of uh, old school motherfuckers definitely know what the fuck that was. They destroyed the motherfuckers. They demolished them quite some time about, but it was, uh, I mean, quite some time ago, rather. <clears throat> it was like it was a lot of shit going on, a lot of same shit going on. You know, you coming from the, um, you coming from the Reagan era. You know, you dealing with Reaganomics. You dealing with, um, mm. you dealing with that shit first and foremost. You know, and I mean, I'm still young at an age to where it doesn't really. Um, I can't say it don't affect me. But you didn't latch onto it into the yeah, era I mean, until later. It it I mean it's always been a part of me. You know, it's always been a part of my loved ones in some way, shape, or form. Not all of them, but you know, I say loved ones because I'm gonna give them that respect, and they give me that respect. Um, shit. My last name is Duke, so I'm a motherfucking Duke boy. You know, if you do your research. Quite some time ago, you'd be oh oh oh, but I don't, I don't, um, I don't put shit in the way where um, you know that's a different subject. I love my grandfather, I love my pops, I love I love the whole side, all my cutties and shit. Rest in peace, all my loved ones. But uh, you know. Certain gangster shit is just gangster shit, you know? And then you gotta, you you know, when you're growing up as your own man, you gotta decide what it is you wanna do. Or you're growing up as your own woman, you gotta decide what it is you wanna do. What you feel comfortable, where your morality lies, you know? And um, I might get into that shit more during my documentary, but right now I'm kinda uncomfortable because it's like, um, it's so many motherfuckers that's affected. You know, so many people's lives, people's families that's affected by what I might say next. Right. You know, that's perfectly fine. You know, that's the, that's the whole thing about, you know, being able to... What is like, uh, closed mouths don't get fed, but, you know, closed mouths also, you know, can sit back and listen just as much as they can talk. You gotta learn to, you know, sometimes, you know, that's the good thing about, you know, peeping game. Like I said, you can't do it all at once, you know? That's like the whole thing that's gonna happen. I still remember the first rap I wrote. Mm. Me and my homeboy Jamal, a talent show over there at the motherfucking um, Jefferson. Peace is a thing that we all should have. Never fight any night, just make friends instead. Like Martin Luther King said, let, let freedom ring. I'm Big Molly Maul and I'm Ice Kareem. That's when Ice Kareem got, got started. Mm. Fifth grade, I became Ice Kareem. Mm. Everything was ice that I love at that point. Shit, Ice T was the shit. Ice Cube, really? It wasn't, no, it was different ices because I got into the Ice Cube years later. At this time, this is a time where Run DMC, Houdini, um, I'm trying to think what rappers and what rap groups really... Oh, Beastie Boys, like a motherfucker. Beastie Boys, licensed to ill. I don't give a fuck who you is. If you was in the town when that album came out, everybody had that tape with the airplane. Mm. Okay? Mm -hmm. That shit, uh, all you had was... Zoom, 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 zoom. 
Right, right. It's like that shit. All right, that whole Def Jam. So Def Jam was running shit. Mm-hmm. Other than that, it was, um, you know, Whispers, the Gap Band, uh, you know, uh, uh, the P Funk, you know, um, you know, George Clinton and all that shit. Mm-hmm. But um, Bobby Brown. Bobby. Okay. Well, Bobby Brown. You. Oh well, yeah, not, yeah, he yeah. Was, he was well, 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 well. People right, who were yeah. rocking shit, you know what I mean? Well, well, rocking shit was like when Bobby Brown left New Edition. Mm-hmm. That's when he was rocking. When they did that, um, they did that. Uh, uh, all right, because the first tours and shit was that, um, that Fresh Fest. It was uh, Run DMC, Houdini, I think LL, Fat Boys, maybe a couple. Uh, maybe Too Short was on a couple of them bills. So I I was too young again. Like I said on previous episodes. Um, I would ride with my mom and, and would drop my sister off, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so I live vicariously through her. And and what's weird, you know what? Actually, she actually put me on the motherfucking phone with Easy. Mm. All bullshit aside, my sister. Hey, my sister put me on. You know what? I gotta put that in motherfucking rap. My sister put me on the phone with East Eric motherfucking right. Um, he was down there in Oakland doing the concert. It should be a rap group out of West Oakland called APG. No, North Oakland, West Oakland. I think North, maybe, I'm, I'm not sure what side, but it wasn't East. It was either West or North called APG, Action Pack Gangsters. And they uh, they started getting big a minute ago. And uh, my sister used to holler at one of the dudes and shit. And, and I remember, um, she's like, we just picked Easy e up from the motherfucking airport or some shit. Some shit like that. Like, like real shit. I got to talk to EZ. Mm. I talked to EZ, motherfucker. I forgot this shit. That's dope. Hey, I got to talk to EZ. God damn it. Don't let me forget this shit. Don't let me forget this shit. So I'm, um, how old am I? How old am I? Um, I don't know, but you might have to Google and fact uh, fact check this shit anyway. Uh, I mean, please. I mean, shit. I love motherfuckers think I might not be telling the truth. I got so many stories, and I don't know how to tell them. I don't know how to, like, like, like the Tupac story, right? Let me import me some wine. You're going to love this shit. Mm-hmm. I don't know how many motherfuckers got a Tupac story, but I got a motherfucking Tupac story, goddammit. You want a water or you want some of this Moscato? I'll just take a water, thank you. Room temperature, ice cold or cold cold? Just just room temperature. I ain't got no room temperature. <laughs> 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 shit. God damn it, I know what you, I know what you mean. That's why I left them motherfuckers out there. But shit, that shit in the middle of the night, and ice water is better than pussy. I'm serious as fuck. You get some good ass, you wake up in the middle of the night. I ain't talking about no, I'm thirsty because I've been drinking all day. I'm just talking about just you look at that motherfucking bottle of water like it has titties or some shit, right? <laughs> I'm serious. You look mm-hmm. at the motherfucker like, and then you're like, come here, girl. You take her top off. Mm-hmm. Next thing you know, you drink all her motherfucking fluids. Mm-hmm. See, that's close to the uh, unicorn tears I was talking about. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. buddy. But mm-hmm. we're going to get more to that. Only a couple of motherfuckers experience unicorn tears. I, uh, I went in a... I went to boot camp, right? And when I was in there, we were in the medical. And I was like, everybody was like, you know, worrying about women and shit like that and everything. And I was like, bro, I'll tell you like this right now. What would you rather have? 
A new bitch every day or a fucking fat-ass steak? As much steak as you want to eat every day. Which one would you choose? Everybody said, oh, the steak, obviously. I was like, so obviously women aren't that important to you then. I don't know. I don't know because I don't eat steak like that. Well, it could be whatever. I, no, what, what, what? You, what, what, what you, you can't say lasagna now, motherfucker. You can't say lasagna now. You said steak. So if we talking about steak, if we talking about steak, a new bitch every. No, you know what? Maybe the steak. You're right. A new bitch every day. Mm-hmm. No, I couldn't deal with that. I can't. I, that, that's why I can't deal with having multiple bitches. That shit hard. My twenties was stressful. I, uh, <laughs> I, man, I, I think I got my first gray hair on my nut. I used to, I used to just <laughs> sit in the mirror sometimes, cock my leg up on the sink and just play with that motherfucker, just pull at it. I'm like, I don't know if I want to pull it off or just keep it. I kept the motherfucker. I don't know where it's at now. It's mixed up with the other ones. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I ain't got, I ain't got, I, <laughs> ladies, I do not have a balls full of grace. No, I don't. And if I did, I wouldn't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't give a fuck. I'd be proud. I'd be sitting there doing, um, Senior citizen, senior citizen porn or some shit. I don't know. <laughs> like he looks young, but he's really seventy-seven. <laughs> mm. Well, look. Mm. Oh, some real shit. I'm trying to think. Um, there's certain shit that happened that that just fucking influenced you getting back to the topic, right? The 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 Tupac story. Oh yeah, the Tupac story. Here we go. This one these ones. All right, so I actually just came from. There used to be a situation called the Gavin out there in the Bay Area. You know, a lot of um, independent artists or artists seeking to uh, find label deals or whatnot. We used to fuck around and um, every year the Bay Area was cracking, man. You had to. Festival on the lake, pretty much cracking off around the same. No, no, it wasn't because this was in February, I believe. I'm not sure what. No, I'm not sure what time of the. I'm not sure. It's been years. But um, no, it was the summer. It was the summer because I remember passing out flyers and shit around festival at the lake. That's why I brought that up. Um, so I was on my little little young, you know, boss mode, and then. Imagine running to your favorite fucking rapper. And then you can't uh, be a motherfucking uh, groupie-ass nigga, nothing like that, because mm-hmm. you're in boss mode, right? Treat him like a celebrity, they'll treat you like a fan. Well, I didn't get a chance to treat him like a said. That's the one regret I fucking got. So, so I'm going to get through the story. So um, I'm sitting there with my uh, uh, producer at the time, Xavier Smith. We did some shit with, um, that's one of the first record labels I signed to, uh, West 8th Street Promotions out of Oakland. Um, and then, uh, I think now it's Gin Entertainment, spelled with a J. Um, we fucked around and, um, we went, cause, cause we was doing, uh, we went to the Gavin. And then, um, we, no, was it the Gavin? It was either Gavin or the Black Music Expo. It probably, it was one of them because it was in Frisco, Oakland, and Berkeley. I want to say the Gavin. And then um, we had just came from motherfucking, um, we went to a seminar. All right, I performed that day. It's weird. Um, I performed right before me who uh, performed. It was, um, I want to say it was, uh, it was in, um, it was JT. I think after that, it might have been, um, uh, uh, it was them, um, um, 
them young black brother niggas. Maul and them was there and shit because he was chilling. All right, Conscious Daughters and um, Ray Love. Ray Love. So it was like JT and Ray Love. Then I went and, 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 all right, so that's why I was on. But getting back to the point, you know, I actually rocked that motherfucker. I'm, I'm going to speak on that, but I'm getting back to the point. So before that, we went to a seminar upstairs, maybe third, fourth floor. And, um, it was a seminar, you know, about the music business and whatnot. And at this uh, time, who was at the podium was a cat that was sitting there breaking down, um, you know, how motherfuckers don't get paid right and shit. And then at this point of topic, he was talking about Tupac, right? And um, the fact that um, shit wasn't signed right and, you know, and and, and uh, Keep Your Head Up is the hottest song in the world right now, okay? Mm-hmm. I don't even think it's a video out yet. But it's the hottest song in the world right now. That's the shit he's talking about. Leave there. I'm on my, um, at this time, I think I just acquired a couple more stores on consignment. So I, I got the TYLZ at the uh, at the mall over there off 73rd. I got the one, I got the TYLZs out there that was in, um, what was the other location? It was... I don't know if it's an MB Mall or somewhere. It was somewhere else. And then you had one out there in Richmond. And then um, I just got the Leopolds. And I just got the motherfucking... I didn't have Tower yet, so I got the Leopolds and I think the Rasputins. No, no, I did have the Tower. I did, in the Tower. Because I had the um, Towers in Sacramento and um, the couple ones that was in Frisco. So this is around this time where I'm just hustling, right? I'm just, you know, just out the trunk, and we making deals. We making every store we're going to, we got these contracts and shit, right? So, um, you know, I'm gamed up. Then we get to over there, uh, we're over there by the Coliseum. It used to be um, the castle in Malibu over there, right? So we go in there, we uh, just got done um, promoting this shit around the lake. You know, and then it was like, okay, let's go over there by the Coliseum. Go over there by the Coliseum. We're going to Malibu. And then um, this was dope. And it's like, I still remember what this motherfucker was wearing, right? And I didn't see him at first because I'm sitting there, you know, I'm in hustle mode. Mm-hmm. I'm ice cream, bitch. My voice still damn near sound like that, right? <laughs> right, but I, I'm, I'm a young boss. You know, I'm a young boss. Every mm-hmm. goddamn session we get done, I'm walking around... I, I look like the little baby with the cigar. I kept I always kept a fat ass cigar in my mouth. These little motherfuckers, this ain't what I smoked. We used to go to um the motherfucking cigar shops and shit out, out there and, and you know, these ten, fifteen dollar shits, you know, the ones you gotta cut, you know. Mm-hmm. Walking around rocking them motherfuckers. Right? And um so we in there and then my producer, uh, Dre like, uh, hey, dig your boy Pac, man, go holler at him. And I'm still in mode. So Pac over there playing motherfucking, uh, i never forget, he over there playing Street Fighter. Right? Mm-hmm. He over there playing Street Fighter, right? He, I don't know if he can or Ryu, but he over there playing, and I'm over there just doing my motherfucking elevator statement and shit. You know, not respecting, let this nigga play the video game where this motherfucker lose on the game, turn around, it's like, I'm still in mode. And then it's like, I think what it was, I read somewhere, I don't know if it's Billboard or uh, or um, 
Rolling Stone or some I read somewhere that he supports underground hip hop, underground rap and shit. Mm-hmm. And that's that's all the fuck I gave a fuck about. You know, at that moment that's all the fuck I gave a fuck about. You know, and I got regrets about that afterwards. Um but it's like I'm sitting there and then he nigga didn't get mad at me. He didn't get mad at me and this motherfucker he claimed in a motherfucker, he young Pac, he got the motherfucker. Atlanta Brave uh, baseball shit on, some blue jeans. I want to say maybe some red troops or Reeboks or some shit. He got the motherfucking red bandana tied up. He got all the motherfucking, um, I don't think they was called outlaws then. Um, But I mean, all these motherfuckers was young and these motherfuckers like more my age. Hmm. You know, all these motherfuckers young and shit, right? So I'm sitting there. He actually listened to my pitch, you know, took my flyer and shit. He's like, all right, all right, little nigga, I'm going to fuck with you and shit. You know, and it's like it was that shit. He actually gave me the respect to let me do my thing. And then um, where the regrets come is that I never fucking told him how much I loved him. And, and it's like I'm sitting there. I'm on some cocky shit because I think, okay, I just came from a seminar when over there and they was just talking about you. I had, I had, to, had to say that shit, but my cockiness provoked me just to be about my business. So after that, you know, that kind of um, switched up my lifestyle to where... Um, Did he say anything back to you? or Nick gave me love. Yeah. Okay. yeah just, just gave me love. Start introducing me to the motherfuckers around and shit. Yeah, it was love. No, I'm a young motherfucker sitting there hustling. I'm not asking you for shit. I'm just like, you know, if, uh, you know. but like I said, I started shit out because we had just, you know, signed a couple consignment contracts with these other record stores and shit, you know, mm-hmm. so it's like, let's promote it. Right. That's what it was. It's like, um, actually, this whole fucking weekend was weird because after that, we went to the motherfucking, um, I don't know if it was the next day or what, but did the um, little concert up there at, at the uh, the hip hop on the green they said out there in Berkeley. Notorious Big, he wasn't Notorious Big then, but he was the same motherfucker wearing that goddamn jersey that wore in the video. Mm-hmm. Hell of my homeboys doing anything. This back when um, I think uh, Drew Down was brand new now. Drew now because CNH is a young CNH out there, and I remember him introducing these little niggas that's that's popping right now, called the Looney Tunes. I'm looking at this shit because all these motherfuckers my age. I'm looking at the motherfuckers that's my age, you know, because we all come up under that that um, that Cool G rap, Cool Mo D, Run DMC, LL Cool J. You know, how we doing on time? Oh, we're doing good. Don't worry about it. Oh, shit, I ain't worried about it. That's <laughs> you looking at the goddamn clock. <laughs> shit. I can't wait for motherfuckers to hear this shit. Just, um, I put something on Facebook the other day, and I'm like, like, actually, I just talked to Pops and shit. He's got the motherfucking hospital. So I'm like, I need to go. Hopefully I can find a good fruit stand and shit. I already know we're getting watermelon and peaches, and I want to get some other fruit and shit. Um... Some insurance, you know, so you know, some shit just it maybe, uh, I don't know, but I'm, I'm feeling I'm in a good space right now. Um, you know, I'm sure I'm gonna get in my mode about mama's birthday and all that. It feels good to have this outlet, and um, I think, 
as personal and sheltered as I am, it's a lot of motherfuckers that already know my life because they've been a part of my life mm-hmm. in some way, shape, or form. It's like, but to speak on it, like, um, I tripped. I don't know what what episode that was, but when I was speaking on Mantika and shit, that shit was like, Mantika fucking loved me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mantika made me. You know, it's like I'm I'm sitting there. It's like you went. You go from, you go from yeah, because we was on the Barry and shit. Let me get let me get to this Valley shit. You know, uh, I got so many people in my life that I love, and that's been lifelong relationships. I mean, and it's weird because it's like it's weird, mom. Yeah, yeah. I got white mamas like I got black mamas. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? I got it's like it's weird. Mm-hmm. It's weird for the outside world to accept what you accept. But it's like I seen a different world. I mean, shit. I came out here and um well I came out there and I went from Haven's Court to Manteca. Weirdest fucking shit in the world. Cause the only thing I seen that related to this was on the episode of Leave It to Motherfucking Beaver. <laughs> you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? That's it. I was sitting there. It's like, or no, or some Skyline shit. Skyline was the one school out there in Oakland that that's my dream school. Skyline, Grambling, um, ain't too much else I want to shit. I don't know. Maybe the moon, Ellis. Hmm. You got enough weed? You want to roll another? One? Oh shit! I'll, I'll take it. You know what I mean? Man, come on, man. Shit. Um. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen of the, of the podcast, if you're not uh, if you're not oh. rolling and smoking, yeah, and something fucking drinking, wrong with you. You know, no, it's good if you don't if they don't do nothing. You know what I mean? It's just whatever. But if you are, you know, uh, cheers to you because we're doing our thing. You know, you got to. You know, my daughter gonna hear this shit one day. She'll be like, "Daddy, I already know. Dad, I already know." My daughter gotta talk about her. Mm. She, I thought. um, I thought having, I don't know. I don't know what's better than having a child. I'm something to say the lottery or parents or I don't know. But but for you as a parent, what's better than that gift? That's the shit. But where I fucked up, I think where I fucked up is I, I fell in love with her mother the way I needed to after she was here. You know, the same respect I should have had, you know, should have been... It should have been the shit the whole, you know? Right, the whole time, yeah. Yeah, yeah, the whole time. Even though I loved her, it's like it was a different love. So it's like, in my head, it might just be in my head, but it's like, um, I felt at times maybe she looked at me like, okay, you are capable of giving this type of love. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. And, I, and I got that years later. I got that years later. I mean, I don't know. Shit ain't too late to fix, but... um. It is what it is, you know? I see that in my friend Corey a lot, too. You know, that happens a lot of the times with certain things. I don't have a kid or nothing like that, but, uh, you know, I could see how, like, when I was telling you, like, the, uh, yesterday, whenever uh, I was talking and I was, like, playing with the five kids, you know, that, right. that my best friend has and stuff like that, man, it's like, that kind of stuff. That shit like, get to you, though, right? It feels cool. so fucking good, though. Yeah, it's, it's so like, scary, naturally, yeah. the shit feel good. It's right. like... You gotta be careful though. You're a good guy, man. You, you gotta be careful. Shit. 
You're young and shit, man. Bitch, snatch your ass up. It's over. Mm-hmm. She already know, okay, this is a good dude. He's going to put in a good 28 years at the goddamn job. <laughs> <laughs> That's when I get them one back, though, whenever I tell them that they need to boss up first before they can even be with me. You know what I mean? Like, because I, I really want to be with somebody right now, but at the same time, it's like, it's like, nah, they don't deserve me just yet if they don't have enough time for me. You know what I mean? Because I what, make... What, what, what thing about it, you you, you got to get you right all the way. Exactly. You got to get you right all the way. I mean, it's it's it's, it's been taking years. Um, I haven't been with my daughter's mother in years, but it's like the respect I maintain for her is fucking unrealistic. And I sit there, I turn down pussy way too much right right way way too much but if it's a possibility that it might disrespect her i don't want it i don't need it in my life right because it's too much shit emotionally attached right there you know and it's hella weird i'm like well why are you doing it's been years blood it's been years but it's like the way you got to conduct yourself as a man like i said this on one of the previous episodes it's like i abstain at you know certain certain most of the year actually most of the year that energy you give, you got to be willing to sacrifice that energy. Right. You got to be, it's not just here. You got to be willing. You got to know what you're getting into. It's like, if if, if I'm, bitch, if I'm going to give you this dick, I want you to know I'm going to pay the pg and That type of shit. And, and I ain't talking about no trick shit. Right. I'm, I'm just talking about some, uh, this ain't no, I don't. You know how empty it is when you you fuck a bitch and and it's nothing there. Okay, mm-hmm. so the pussy was cool. I think last night because we was drunk. Right. I ain't put myself <laughs> in them situations in years, man. In years, and it feels so fucking good. If if I do get a chance to get back with someone I previous loved, then um, I'm gonna do everything it takes. To make that shit work, cause I'm I'm older now, and um, I believe in what the fuck I believe in, and I believe in um, family first and foremost. I got like I said, I got seven godkids and a bunch of nieces and nephews and cousins and all this other shit, but I got one daughter. And there's a picture, there's a picture around here, usually on the motherfucking refrigerator, so I'll probably put it on her desk somewhere. But it's a picture she drew. It's a picture she drew when she was like maybe three or four. Mm. And um, it was like weird because I'm like, I don't want to tell my baby that's unrealistic. That shit ain't going to happen. Right. But she always, and, and every time she over there, she see daddy, see? And I was like, I don't want to lie to my baby. And, 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 but I never shitted on her hopes. I never said, and you know, this shit never happened again. No, I didn't say that. I'm just like, it's weird how you cater, you know, dance around that shit. But um, for shit to come back 360 degrees in the way to where, I I love music and all that shit. Mm-hmm. I love that shit. Everything has been music, music related, right? But let me tell you the most important shit in life. The most important shit in life mm-hmm. is being a father. Mm. Period. Maybe for women, it's being a mother. 
But it's going to be some women out there that understands what the fuck I said, being a father. It's a lot of men that um, love to run away from a responsibility when they get their chance. That's what we call fuck niggas. Right. Period. I don't give a fuck if Donald Trump said that shit. Right. Okay? On some real shit. Now, you know how hard it is to be a square? It is. It's really fucking hard, actually. You know how hard it is? Yeah, I do. Because I was a square for a little while, yeah. Sit there and try not to at least sell some weed and <laughs> with your day job? I mean... You're the squarest person out of Oakland. I'm the squarest person out of Stockton, or at least I tried to be. You know there we go. Stockton. All right, there we you go. Okay, that's why this shit worked. God damn it, I already know. Shit. And you know what? I think I figured it out because I sat here. I did a lot of thinking and shit. I woke up. I was trying to like, um, I was trying to like, shit, man, we can sit there and do this shit right now. I woke up like and won something. I've just been thinking and um, I sat there and um, I reflect on everything I know I said. I'm sitting there trying to think if I offended anyone or, you know, then it's like, no, I don't think I did because everything came from the heart. And if it was uh, any type of offense, shit, I'm offended. If I spoke on it and gave the goddamn gratitude to acknowledge the shit. Right. Well, no, I don't think you've said anything that would be offensive. And if anybody does take it offensive, you know, right, well, wholeheartedly it, what I could say. Well, I'm ready to offend some motherfuckers. All right, go ahead. I'll talk your shit, pimp. Go ahead. All right. Fucking no, I can't do that. Oh fuck, I ain't built like that. Ah shit, I'm not built like that. Cause I know I probably <laughs> work shit out with motherfuckers, and it's like that's just how I'm built. I can't do that. All right, uh, let me tell uh, um, uh, my grandmother, my grandmother on my daddy's side. You know, she really uh, uh, slept. That's my dukes. She really slept with a motherfucking shotgun. Like, like for real. Like, and that's why every time I hear these rap niggas and shit saying, in my dukes, I be thinking they talking about my grandma. Hmm. I really think they be talking about my grandma. Gangsta ass motherfucker. My nanny. And my nanny, she's a gangsta motherfucker too. But and and see when I lighten up when I say this shit it's it's different it's not no it's not different oh hold on <coughs> shit mm, bless you see <laughs> <laughs> on the last episodes I gave y'all motherfuckers burps this episode I gave you sneezes that's COVID free sneezes. I need to start bottling that shit up and selling it up like it's cologne. Ooh. This is going to be so weird to hear. You know what? Shout out to uh, Miss Carello. Oh, my God. I just want to fuck this shit out of Miss Carello. <laughs> oh, shit. I don't give a fuck. I'm, I'm old. She's older. I just want to fuck this shit out. And this was my um, high school teacher. Mm. Man. Hey, uh, uh. There's a video of little Bow Wow where he's sitting in class and his pager go off, right? Mm-hmm. That was me at Mantic Eye. Mm. <laughs> that was me. I'd be sitting in class. I'd be sitting there like, I got to go to the phone booth. Back then, it was still phone booth shit. There wasn't no cell phones and all that shit. You had beepers. 
and cell phone access. I mean, and 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 uh, 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 pay phone access. Mm-hmm. Isn't it crazy to think that people in like my generation, like past, won't have to deal with a pay phone ever again? I don't know. That's fucked up. You missing <clears throat> out. What the Shit. fuck? What the it fuck? Is kept, Super- it could have kept you out the rain for a minute. Where's Superman supposed to change, dog? Like that's where I'm trying to get at. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like or or they don't have to deal with the. Uh, in a world where this happens in this movie, they don't do that shit anymore. You know what I mean? Like that's the kind of shit that like people miss out on. You know what I mean? That's why we were talking earlier about like the Bay Area and shit. And you mm-hmm. keep like a lot of shit, you know, that was fucking like throughout three episodes that we were getting all into. You know what I mean? It's all part of history and shit. And like that's right. what you are. Like you were part of a fucking big ass. That's why I say, in your age and even even older, like you guys in your your era, of Bay Area cats are like so fucking like unique. You know what I mean? Like it really is like that. You know, like it. You're at a special place in a special time, and that's why I feel like Stockton is right now. You know what I mean? Because we even have people like Nate Diaz coming up. You know, oh, and, Nate, Nate, you know, Nate is the shit. And things like that. But like it, oh, you know what? I'm going to cut you off, but I'm cutting you the mm-hmm. motherfucker off. Mm-hmm. This was Biggie's first show in Oakland. I mean, it wasn't Oakland, it was Berkeley. This right. is a uh, uh, juice. Uh, he's not the man right now. Craig Mack is the man. Right, before Flavor in Your Ear came in. Well, flavor, uh, flavor in Your Ear is the shit right now. This. Right. Juicy haven't haven't uh, um, hit yet, right? I mean, it probably hit out there on the East Coast, but Craig Mack was all on. Um, um, they just had a box, and um, out there was Soul Beat and shit. So this was like it's where it's it's, it's some historical shit. Mm-hmm. The motherfucker was a little fat nigga. Rest in peace, of Don. That motherfucker came out there and. Um, God damn it. Just let me tell you, because this is the same weekend. This is the same weekend. The Pac shit, this is the same weekend. You mean them back-to-back like that? Back-to-back. This, that's what I'm saying. They had this, um, this music shit called The Gavin. Mm. You know, um, that's some shit you need. That's some shit you need right now. You need to go to one of these fucking shits, man. It's it's like, it's, it's a way of passage. Mm. This is where, uh, I mean, it's just like... Uh, uh, it's like once I start going to the magic show out there in Vegas and shit and fucking with the clothing. And then you get to see a lot of your favorite MCs and shit uh, slinging a different brand. I'm not on rap shit. I'm on some clothing shit now. Mm-hmm. That's how I got to meet uh, Run and motherfucking um, Russell. You know, I, I, I had time to sit there and take their time. I just want to say, you know, I, I said what I said. Oh, God damn it. Let me go to that shit right quick. Now I go back to this shit. Okay, we're at oh, the yeah. magic show, right? Mm-hmm. Me and my nigga H. Uh, I'm out there, uh, I think I'm out there staying with my nigga Buddha right now. So we out there, uh, I meet him up at the magic show at the, uh, Las Vegas Convention Center, right? Fucking around, uh, Run, Run and Russell had just came out the, um, Fat Farm shit, right? Is it Fat Farm? Yeah. The okay. Fat Farm shit, right? Yeah, yeah, I remember that, and, yeah. um, um. You know, I, you know, I gave my respects to Russ. And now I'm talking to Run. I was like, you know what? My sister, my sister is going to whoop my ass if I don't say this one shit. And this is, all right, this is even doper than the Tupac shit. I'll go back to the Pac shit, but this doper than the Pac shit to me. I said, now, DJ Russ, my name, Jam Master J. He started saying this shit with me. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's it. We started singing it's like that. Oh my fucking god! Now DJ runs my and you can see him. He and and at this time he um, do you have his collar on? 
I'm trying to see if he's in preacher mode or maybe sweatsuit. He's either in a sweatsuit or, you know, you knew he was on some um, God shit right now, though. You know, yeah, it wasn't Reverend, no, yeah, Reverend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it wasn't no disrespectful shit, but I was like, man. I was like, man, my sister go whoop my ass while I say this shit. Man, that's one. All right, that's my favorite. Damn, I got hella hip-hop memories. That's up there. But but to have his mother, when I said, now DJ runs my name, Jam Master, he started saying that shit with just to have him say that because that's, all right. It's acknowledgement. Oh, my God. It's acknowledgement right there. That's what that is. Oh, that my was. God. I'm sitting there. That shit make me want, uh, man, that shit, man, better than Kim Kardashian on them Ray J videos. Hmm. Motherfucking right. She wasn't even that great, you know. There's lots more, you know, bitches online. Yeah, doing shit. Something. Now her mama was a shit a couple years ago, but her pussy blown the fuck out. I mean, you know, it's whatever they doing. You know what I mean? <laughs> I can't judge nobody for nothing. You know what I mean? Man, that 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 nigga over there blowing that pussy out, and it's just like, po pussy, a pussy um, because it's like he's like he ain't even looking at the face and shit no more. He just blowing her back out. Like, a bitch, you laying next to me in the bed. I'm just going to blow this pussy out. You're going to sleep all day. I'm finna, I'm going to play tennis. I'm finna go play some motherfucking tennis, bitch. Like Serena and Venus's daddy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, man. This shit has been cool as fuck, man. Mm. I can't wait for... Um, I want to throw some shouts out there to... Um, Shit, California. I think that covers it. Everybody out everybody out here oh shit, New York, shit, Virginia, Georgia, Tennessee, Hawaii, shit, uh, Japan, shit, Germany. Um Well now I gotta say Great Britain, right? Um Shit, oh, Africa. And I'm not just throwing out no empty shots. These is motherfuckers that help make me who the fuck I am. Right. Shit. Mm. Washington. Portland. What's shit? No. Oregon. Washington. Uh, shit. Nevada. Shit. Uh, I'm trying to think where I got. I done got some weird ass record sales before. But then it's not weird no more. You know, I was trying to figure out how this shit, like like before the way the internet and shit is right now, it's like, how the fuck my shit get out? I used to trip off this shit. Like, how the fuck? And, and what I came up with, it, it was military motherfuckers. Had to be. Mm-hmm. It was motherfuckers who got some shit from their folks, and they went over. That's the only thing that made sense. Yeah. Like, how the fuck is my shit in Belgium? Bro, yeah, I, I knew people in boot camp who were from, like... Uh... We're from, like, Texas and stuff, and I was talking mm-hmm. about, like, Haiti Baby and fucking people right. like that, and they were like, yeah, I fuck with that, and I was like, bro, I'm from, you know, that's where I'm from, like, right. you know what I mean, and shit, like, I've, I've linked up with a couple of people that he probably knew and shit like that whenever I was, like, doing parties and fucking... But the thing about it, though, you, you helped put this shit out there even further, mm-hmm. and that's what motherfuckers did for me. Like, ugh, no bullshit, man. I had a... I had a lease... At least close to a million motherfuckers on my helmet before I sold twenty, thirty thousand. Mm. You know, it was just uh, um, it was weird. You know, I went out there and um, we had a promo tour out there in Mexico. Oh yeah, shout out to Mexico. 
San Diego, L.A. Yeah, man, I've been all over this bitch. Um, shit, Detroit, uh, Kentucky. Shit, um, I don't want to leave nobody out. Shit. Even, uh, matter of fact, shout out to Rhode Island. Rhode Island. I was out there in New York. I did um, some shit with a uh, uh, Rough Rider had a producer named E Plug and shit. Mm -hmm. That my boy uh, Will, Will DuPaul, uh, uh, set me up with. And um, he had a, um, a cat from Rhode Island that used to fuck with Rodney Jenkins. And we actually all came together to do a song for this Israeli chick. Mm. She was like the Whitney Houston of Israel. Oh, that's badass. Man. It, it was badass, but you ever fuck with a diva? You ever fuck with a diva when you... It's... Nigga, fuck your fur coat, bitch. <laughs> I had a... <coughs> this bitch made me rewrite the song like six times, man. Mm. It's like, you got me sounding like ghetto girl. I'm like, bitch, this is motherfucking beehive shit right here without <laughs> knowing what beehive. This is des this is definitely some motherfucking Beyonce type shit. Mm -hmm. And then um, I think I wrote that shit. That whole experience was tight because I married um, Plug had a motherfucking, oh, shit, real shit. This was um, right when um, Puffy had uh, gotten to that shit. Um, Puffy and um, uh, 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 what was that motherfucker? Uh, the nigga from Bel Uh Club New York. Uh, Puffy, Jennifer Lopez. Um, damn, what's that nigga name? What's the um what's the boy that Puffy signed after Biggie? That sound like Biggie. Mace? Um, not Mace. Yeah, Mace not, don't sound like Biggie. Yeah, I was about to say, no. No, no, um, um Damn. The the motherfucker from Bell East. That yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Scooby yeah. Yeah. Um, shine. Oh. Shine. Yeah. All right. All right. So uh, going. That, that's what I said. All this shit. Say this. So we. Um, oh, we're about to. We're about to run out of time, my man. Oh. So you need to say the last remark. Okay. Right the last now. part. All right. We. Have we're gonna to leave these people wanting more. Okay. Well, you know what? I right, remind me to um, say something about that club. This is a club we end up uh, where I was going with. This is a club that. Um, Puff Daddy and uh, Jennifer Lopez and uh, Shine, you know, that whole altercation happened in Club New York. Okay. So, you know what? Remind me on that next podcast. Yep, I got you. And everything else, anything else you want to say real quick? A couple seconds? Hell yeah, we're getting ready to drop the interlude. Ice Cream Mike D presents the interlude, the Mike and Ike show. Yay, yay! Hmm. And we do it like that, ladies and gentlemen. That's a good way to end that whole three-parter right there. It was like a whole roller coaster, in all honesty. Well, you just ride the waves and everything like that, and you, you just do it the way you do. That's why you go with the flow, you know what I mean? So I talk about accidental relationships and all the things I do talk about, and we go full circle on the podcast, ladies and gentlemen. I hope you enjoyed yourself. This has been your host, Scorch Camel. It's been another wonderful episode of The Nosh Posh. Good morning, good evening, good night, good afternoon, good lunch, good breakfast, good dinner, good midnight, good noon, good good brunch, good dinner, whatever you're at. I hope you're eating, I hope you're enjoying yourself, because don't lie to yourself. You know that when you wake up in the morning, you're fucking hungry, and I ain't just talking about food. What the fuck did you do to boss up today? You're enough. You're loved. You're wonderful. 
if you're not, it's all part of the process. You can keep on doing your thing because it's all part of the process and you're going to boss up anyway. As long as you keep on taking those strides and put that actual hard work into there. I appreciate Kareem for being on here so much. He's, he was a great guest, great guest. First three-parter I've ever done. So I hope you liked it. This has been Scorch Camel and I'm signing out, ladies and gentlemen.